tonight we are starting a, a little two-week series called Gifted. Uh, this is a Christmas series. As we're getting into the Christmas season, we, we felt it was really appropriate for us to focus on Jesus, right? And to really unpack, hey, why is it exactly that we celebrate Christmas every single year, right? What, what's the point of the presents? What's the point of everything that we do? I don't know about you, but Christmas is probably one of my favorite seasons. Elizabeth might disagree with me on that because I, I'm like the Scrooge all the way up until Black Friday. She like started trying to get out the Christmas decorations before we left to go home for Thanksgiving. And I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a migraine. I know, like I'm like anti-Christmas music, no Michael Buble, no Mariah Carey <laughs> until, until until Black Friday. Like, then we can get out all the red and the green and the, yeah, all that stuff. Then we can get in the Christmas spirit, but there's Thanksgiving first, and we got to, like, acknowledge the turkeys and eat them first, okay? But I love Christmas. Uh, I, everyone is just happier, right? Everyone is happier. The food is great. I don't know what your favorite, like, Christmas meal is. Mine is the ham, I'm a sucker for a, a great Christmas ham. Uh, Starbucks has the, like, really good drinks. I don't know why I don't have these drinks all year round. Uh, the peppermint white mocha, that's my drink. I don't know about you. Uh, but Starbucks has the good drinks. They have the fun cups. You get to go to all the Christmas parties. I'm sure your friends are like, hey, come over. We'll eat cookies and candy canes and all this stuff and just have a good time. Christmas is just a fun season, right? We all love it. We, we love all the lights and the songs and everyone is just so much happier. But I, I, I don't know about you as well, like Christmas, while I really like it, it also seems really busy, right? Has Christmas ever seemed busy for y'all? Y'all got like these things called final exams coming up probably for some of your classes. I know, I heard it. Ugh. You got finals. Some of you travel for Christmas. Maybe you got to go all the way across the world to see your grandparents and you got to sit in the car for years to get there right? You, you blink and Christmas is so busy that when you blink, it's over, right? It's December 1st tomorrow, believe it or not. And before you know it, it's going to be January 1st. This next month is just going to fly by because Christmas is so incredibly busy. And here's what I think. If you're taking notes, if you don't have notes, there's some on the back table, you should totally get some. But if you're taking notes, here's what I believe about the craziness of Christmas. I think the craziness of Christmas sometimes makes us miss the true reason for the Christmas season, right? And that's a really cheesy line, right? We, you've probably heard Jesus is the reason for the season, right? You've probably heard that a million times. But like if we get past the fact that we say it all the time, like there's actually a lot of truth to that. And I think if we're being honest with ourselves, we get so busy with Christmas parties, final exams, the gifts and shopping and traveling that we blink, it's over, and we're like, oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah, that guy, he was born. That's why we celebrate Christmas. We blink and the craziness causes us to miss the reason for the Christmas season. And so as we start into Christmas, right, the Christmas season has started. As we begin this season, before we have our own midweek Christmas party, I want us to really focus on why Jesus is so important during Christmas, because I think if we just slow down for a little bit, if we just slow down for two weeks, this week and next week, if we just slow down, I think that we'll see what Jesus truly did when he was born on Christmas Day. I want us to read in Luke chapter 2. This is a really famous passage around Christmas. It's the birth of Jesus. We're just going to read 
the first couple verses. We're going to read Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. It's on your notes. It's on the screen. Just follow along with me. Listen to what the gospel of Luke says. It says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph, Jesus' father, also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, Jesus' mother, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the Lord. So as we unpack this, I I just want to start with a question for you. And here's a, a very simple question for you. What gifts are you expecting for Christmas? What gifts, right? Like You have your Christmas list. Maybe you have your Amazon wish list. Maybe you send it to your parents. Right in the past, uh, I can remember wanting things like a new Xbox. Right? I wanted to uh, ask my parents, Mom, Dad, can I, can I please get the new Xbox? Or actually, these boots I'm wearing, they were a Christmas present one year when I was in college. I've wanted things like a jacket. Look, you know you're an adult when you start asking for clothes and jackets for Christmas. Just wait. You'll do it too. You think it's weird now. You'll do it too later. Right? I remember asking for a cell phone. But it wasn't one of these. It was like this tiny little phone that you had to press the A button three times to get to the letter C. None of you have experienced that because you're Gen Z. I, I've asked for things like AirPods, right? Many of you, you're not asking for AirPods. You're probably asking for the AirPod Pros because your parents don't know the difference. Yeah, you're laughing because you know it's true. Right? We all have gifts that we're expecting for Christmas, right? When, when we wake up on Christmas morning, we, we go out to the living room or wherever we have the tree and we're sitting there and we're like, okay, I bet that box right there, that's this and this. And if you're like me, you shake it or look, don't do this. Okay. You'll get in trouble. I used to go like I'd, I'd get up one night while my parents were asleep and I'd slip the tape on the presents and I would unwrap them and then rewrap them. Don't do that. Bad idea. The presents get taken away. I know it's bad. But we all have gifts that we're expecting. And I don't know about you, but what you're asking for, what you're expecting, you also have hope for. You're sitting here right now and you're going, man, I really hope that these are the gifts that are there on Christmas morning. And here's why. right? The, the gifts that we expect, we have hope for. We, we have hope for what we expect. What you expect, you have hope for. You have hope. Because that is what you want. That is what you desire. And so leading up to that, anticip- that, that moment where you're anticipating getting that gift, you're just really hoping that you'll get it. If I expect an Xbox, 
then I hope that I'll receive that Xbox on Christmas morning. You, you get what I'm saying here. But here's the catch. We miss what we don't expect. Whatever you're not expecting, you'll miss it. And a lot of times there are things in our lives that come along and we miss them because we're not expecting it. And that's how God works in our lives a lot of times, right? We have these expectations and they don't always align with the expectations that God has for our lives. And we miss what God is trying to do in our life because we're expecting one thing and he's saying, hey, I'm giving you something completely different. But you're not expecting it, so you're missing it. You know, when we, when we focus, when we focus on the gifts that we receive, right, during Christmas, when, when you focus on what is under that tree, the gifts you're giving, the gifts you're receiving, when you focus on the Christmas parties you have to attend, when you focus on everything else that's going on in the Christmas season, you miss Jesus. That's just the fact. When you focus on everything else, you miss Jesus. When you focus on the gifts you receive, when you focus on the parties you attend, you miss Jesus. You blink and Christmas is over. And you're standing there like that guy that's saying, oh yeah, Jesus, I forgot about that guy. He's why we celebrate Christmas. We have to expect Jesus if we want to see Jesus this Christmas. And Jesus has a lot of gifts for us. He has a lot of things that he can offer us, blessings and promises and a whole lot of hope, right? The, the fruit of the Spirit, love and joy and peace, right? All these things, that, these gifts that he offers to us. But at the core, like Jesus is the true gift of Christmas, right? It's not your Xbox, that you're, the, the AirPods or the Nikes or whatever you're looking for, the Lulu giving, Lululemon gift cards. Say that 10 times fast. You got to add the gift cards to it. That's not the true gift of Christmas. Right? We, we focus on these things, and that's what we're expecting, but then we miss the true gift of Christmas. We, we miss everything that Jesus is trying to offer to us during this entire season. And I don't know about you, but it's easy to focus on material things, right? The, the Xbox you can plug in, the shoes you can wear, the AirPods you can listen to music on. It's, it's really easy to focus on those things. And sometimes it can be really hard to focus on Jesus. But I promise you, this Christmas, if you will, if you will focus on Jesus, I promise you, he will give you some amazing gifts. And when we expect Jesus, we find hope in Jesus. Or some of us, we're in a place in our lives where we feel like, hey, there's, just, there's not a whole lot of hope in my life right now. Life is not exactly the easiest. And I could use a little bit of this thing called hope. Hey, I, I promise you, if you would expect to see Jesus work in your life this Christmas, you'll see him work and you'll receive hope from him. Here's the thing, though. Jesus is an unexpected gift. He always has been. From the moment Jesus was born, he was an unexpected gift. Let me just give you some context here, some little backstory. Right? The, the people of Israel, the Jewish people, when Jesus is born, they're, they're waiting for a Messiah, right? The, the Bible, all through the Old Testament, had promised that a Savior was going to come and save the nation of Israel. And so the, the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, are waiting for this Savior, but they think it's going to be a warrior. 
because they're living under this government, the government of Rome. And Rome wasn't exactly the nicest, fairest people to the Jews. And so they were thinking that this Savior, this Messiah that was going to come, that the Old Testament, that God's word had promised for thousands of years, they're thinking, yeah, this person's going to come and just completely defeat the Romans. That's what they were expecting. But Jesus was the complete opposite. And what we see through the Christmas story, and we'll read some more of it next week, that not a lot of people expected Jesus to be born. And when Jesus was born, they missed the Messiah because they weren't expecting Jesus. Jesus was an unexpected gift to them. And for many of us, I think Jesus is an unexpected gift in our life too. Normally, like I said, a gift is something that we view as physical, right? It's something you can hold in your hand, something you can unwrap. But Jesus, Jesus is a gift in the form of an opportunity. Jesus isn't a gift that you unwrap. Jesus is a gift in the form of an opportunity. And Jesus offers us, his gift to us is an opportunity to be in a relationship with him. I'm telling you, students, that is the greatest gift you could ever receive. The greatest gift you could ever receive is that opportunity to be in a relationship with Jesus. Because that opportunity will change your life. But imagine this. Imagine on Christmas morning, you're unwrapping gifts and your parents go, hold up. This year, instead of getting you presents, we're giving you an opportunity. You're going to get an opportunity to to be in a relationship with this family. You'd sit there and go, really? This is a load of crap, right? You You would not be jiving with that. You would not like it. You would not go for it. You'd sit there. You would... Look, we all know you'd sit there and you'd roll your eyes. "Ah, Mom, that is not what I asked for for Christmas. Look, you know it's true. You know it's true. But out of this relationship, out of this relationship with Jesus comes things like love, comes things like joy and peace, comes things like hope and blessings in our lives. And from the moment that Jesus came into the world, On Christmas morning, he gave you a gift. The gift has been given for thousands of years. The moment Jesus comes into the world, he offers a gift of a relationship and an opportunity. And he says, here's the gift. The catch is is you have to receive it. Your parents can put gifts under the tree all they want. They can go and set the gifts next to you on the couch when everyone's unwrapping them, but unless you actually pick the gift up and choose to receive the gift and unwrap it, it's not yours. Until you make that gift your own, it's not your gift. It's given to you, but it hasn't been received. And so students, Jesus has given you this gift of of an opportunity to be in a relationship with him, a, a, a relationship that will save you for all of eternity. We're talking eternal life, not something that's going to pass, like still exists when you, when you pass away. When you pass away from this earth, that Xbox probably ain't going to work or it's still going to be here. It ain't going to go with you. You can't play your Xbox once you pass away from this earth. But what you will still have is that relationship with him. And so students, I'm just encouraging you tonight to focus, 
to focus on the real gift of Christmas. To not focus on everything else that's going on in your life during Christmas, but to truly focus on Jesus. Because it's that relationship that will change your life for not just this world, but all of eternity. And if I could leave you with one thing, it's this. If you, if you don't take anything else away tonight, take, take this. It's not about the gifts you get. It's not about the things you receive. Christmas is all about Jesus. That's it. That's it. It is all about Jesus. Like I said, the gift has been given. The choice is yours whether or not to receive the gift. And tonight we have a really special opportunity to celebrate four people who have chosen to receive that gift and they're following Jesus in baptism tonight. How special. And maybe for you, you're sitting here tonight and you're saying, hey, I've not received that gift tonight. I would just invite you to think about it. And think about how Jesus could really make a big difference in your life. Think about receiving that gift. And if you're there, if you're ready to make that choice to receive that gift of a relationship with Jesus, come talk to me, please. Come talk to your small group leaders. Because we would love to have that conversation with you. I can tell you right now, that is the greatest decision I've ever made in my life, is the decision to follow Jesus. Let's pray real quick. God, I just thank you for this night. God, I pray that you would challenge us this Christmas not to get caught up in all the parties, all the festivities. But God, I pray that you would really challenge us to focus on you. To focus on why why it truly is that we celebrate Christmas. Jesus, help us not to expect flashy gifts and items, but to expect you. And God, I pray that as these students turn their attention to you this Christmas, that you would just move and work in their lives in ways that are completely undeniable. And if you're a student here tonight, I just want to give you an opportunity. If you've not, if you've not chosen to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just invite you to, to pray a really simple prayer with me, something like this. God, come into my life. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead. Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've made mistakes. And I'm just asking for your forgiveness. I'm just asking for your grace and your mercy. I'm just asking you to come into my heart and help me to follow you for the rest of my life. I love you. I believe in you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you.